Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, February 16th. President Biden, the oldest person to have ever served as president, gets his medical checkup today just on the cusp of getting ready to announce a re-election campaign where his age is likely to be front and center. President Biden went for a physical today at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. The White House said of the physical that it was, quote, straightforward. As of this recording, the results still had not been released. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with being 80 years old. Mom, if you're listening, that's for you. But President Biden at 80 years old is indeed the oldest person to have served in the job. And he is poised to announce a re-election campaign where he's going to go to the American people and ask them to renew his contract for another four years. If he's successful, he will be 86 years old at the end of his second term. So it's not a surprising thing that the president's age is a central topic of discussion, not just as a Republican critique, which there's plenty of that and we'll get to that, but also inside the Democratic Party. Democrats are famous for hand-wringing about all kinds of things, but this moment of Democratic hand-wringing is about whether or not putting forth an 80-plus-year-old man as the top of the ticket and the standard-bearer for the party, even if they are pleased with his results thus far as president, is the wisest course forward. I urge you to go to CNN.com and check out a well-reported piece from my colleagues Phil Mattingly and Edward Isaac Dovier. They talked to tons of Democrats inside the White House, outside the White House, to get at this concern. Aides have reported that the president told them that his age will not be a deciding factor for him in making that final ultimate decision about whether or not to pull the trigger on a re-election campaign as he is expected to do. One thing getting a lot of attention inside the White House in thinking about a possible re-election campaign is the president's schedule. And we are told that the Biden team is using the Obama re-elect as a model. So you can expect to see something similar this year from Biden. He may announce he's running, he'll do fundraising, but don't expect a daily robust campaign schedule until well into 2024. Now, these questions about whether or not the president has the fortitude and strength and health and vitality to not only run for a second term, but potentially serve four years of a second term is not lost on Republicans. And you hear from lots of different factions within the party this notion of putting Joe Biden's advanced years front and center. Listen to just this week when Nikki Haley, the former South Carolina governor, announced her presidential campaign. America is not past our prime. It's just that our politicians are past theirs. We won't win the fight for the 21st century if we keep trusting politicians from the 20th century. In the America I see, the permanent politician will finally retire. We'll have term limits for Congress. and mandatory mental competency tests for politicians over 75 years old. And you may recall that Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Republican of Arkansas, 
made this a key point in her official response to the president's State of the Union address. At 40, I'm the youngest governor in the country. And at 80, he's the oldest president in American history. Of course, it's not just about a number, despite the fact that Haley suggested a mental competency test for politicians over 75. And yes, it's not lost on anyone. That would actually include Donald Trump, her former boss, as well. But it's utilizing the number to make a larger point about a new generation of leadership that these Republicans hope will be an appealing message as they make the case against Joe Biden. It's time for a new generation of Republican leadership. We're ready, ready to move past the stale ideas and faded names of the past. And we are more than ready for a new generation to lead us into the future. Democrats have some recent history on dealing with older leaders in the party. We've just seen in the House of Representatives the entire top tier of the Democratic leadership change hands and go to the next generation. It all started with Nancy Pelosi's decision not to seek leadership again. She is 82 years old. We saw Steny Hoyer and Jim Clyburn, both in their 80s, step back from their leadership positions to allow a younger new generation, including leader Hakeem Jeffries, Catherine Clark, and Pete Aguilar, to take over those spots. And while my colleagues report that this conversation about the president's age annoys him, as might be expected, it is not just an inside the beltway or Democratic establishment conversation. If you go out across the country and talk to voters, especially Democratic voters, about what they think of the president and what they're looking for in the future, this issue of his age does come up. In fact, my colleague Edward Isaac Dovere was on CNN talking about his reporting earlier today. Talked to one person who was part of a number of focus groups that were done last year all over the country, said that words like brain mush or that he's not up to the job come up all the time. And those are things that the Biden campaign, if there is one, will have to address. But here's the political reality, folks, of this topic. There's not a clear alternative inside the Democratic Party to Joe Biden. So what you see happening right now is Democrats expressing concern, but with no alternative to unify behind. They believe moving ahead with Joe Biden may be the path of least resistance. If the alternative is a knockdown, drag them out, rough and tumble Democratic primary, the fear is that that may produce a weaker nominee than Joe Biden would be. And so even if these concerns exist and they do and they're real, there seems to be a bit of an attempt by Democrats to sort of bury their heads in the sand and just kind of hope for the best, which nobody in politics will tell you is the best strategy. It's important to note the White House pushes back on this notion that this age factor is dominating all the conversation around a potential reelection. Andrew Bates, a White House spokesman, says, quote, that's simply not true. He goes on to say they attacked him over age before he beat them in 2020. They attacked him over age as he built the best legislative record in modern history. They did the same before he beat them in 2022. I'm not sure what they think they're accomplishing. It clearly is a sensitive topic for those in and around this White House, but it's one that is simply not going away and will have to be addressed. As the president himself often says, when asked about this topic, how can the American people know that age is not going to be a big obstacle for you? He simply says, watch me and we will. 
That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.